2017 was bad for extreme weather. 2018 is shaping up to be even worse. We'll talk about how climate change is playing a part. This is The Climate Lead. I'm Robin Bravender, Climate Wire's deputy editor. I'm Kimmy Von Canel, Climate Wire reporter and producer, and I'm setting for Evan Lehman this week. Looking ahead to disaster season, we talked to Climate Wire science reporter Chelsea Harvey, who's in New York. The two types of events that are really kind of on the radar right now are wildfires out west and then um, hurricanes in the Atlantic. Yeah, and it sounds like experts are predicting a, a stronger than usual season in, in both of those? Right. So um, as far as the hurricanes go, um, researchers from uh, Colorado State University issued a forecast uh, last month, um, and they did predict a, a stronger than average um, hurricane season, the same as last year. So they're predicting 14 tropical storms, um, and they think that about seven of those will probably reach hurricane status, um, and maybe around three of them will reach major hurricane status, so a category three or higher. They already came out with the hurricane names oh, right. this year. Right. The World Meteorological Organization puts and out And they retired names. a few, like and the they big retired, ones from last year, right? Yeah, they retired Harvey. Yeah. Um, There's some interesting ones on the list uh, this year. Um, Raphael is a good one. Daryl, yeah. Lawrence, Ernesto. Yeah, some cool names. Yeah. Michael. Patty. Florence sounds like a nice grandma. I've always wondered what it was like to be named Katrina already um, when that storm hit. Yeah. It seems like a bummer. Yeah. Well, I had a friend who's na who was named Katrina, and oh. she started going by Tina afterwards. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, so... Uh, and a lot of that forecast is based on the fact that um, they predict there will be um, probably little to no um, El Nino conditions this year. Um, and uh, when there are El Nino conditions, um, that can kind of help to break up hurricanes before they get too strong. So, um, <clears throat> so they, they think that the conditions are just right for kind of an above average season. Sounds like we might have a rough summer. As far as uh, wildfires out west go, um, Last month, uh, researchers reported um, that snowpack uh, in the Western Mountains, so in the Sierras and also um, in the Rockies, um, was at a record low. And, and that can lead to droughts throughout the summer, and that can also worsen the wildfire seasons. And what's sort of the science on climate change um, involved in all of this? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so uh, as far as um, individual um, events and even individual seasons uh, for both wildfires and, and for things like hurricanes, um, it's, it's really hard to say, um, you know, to what extent is climate change, um, you know, driving uh, this one particular event. Um, but we can say for sure that, that climate change is influencing these things. We talked to Adam Sobel, an atmospheric scientist at Columbia University today, about extreme weather and climate change. There isn't a single simple story about climate change and all extreme weather. It's shaping up to be a, a tough year for, um, for hurricanes with some big storms predicted. Um, how much do we know about how climate change is, is playing into that right now? The seasonal forecasts, which predict around this time or earlier, what how this upcoming season is going to look are based primarily on factors that fluctuate from year to year and are mostly natural in particular um, El Nino and La Nina so so this year 
uh, at this time, most of the seasonal forecasts are um, predicting an active season in the Atlantic. Those are sort of short-term fluctuations compared to climate change. With climate change, the, the science has advanced a lot in the recent years uh, in terms of what we know about how climate change affects hurricanes. And, and I think we now know more or less what we know and what we don't know. Um, and what we know is that uh, the warming climate should make hurricanes stronger in terms of the winds they generate as well as the quantity of rain on average. So we expect more powerful hurricanes on average and also wetter ones. We are not in agreement. I mean, the science is, is very unclear, I think, as to whether there will be more hurricanes in the future or fewer. Um, if you'd asked most scientists in this field a couple of decades ago, they would have said we should have more hurricanes in a warmer climate because hurricanes like warm water, and so the water's all getting warmer, so there should be more. Then in more recent years, we've come to understand that it's, that's wrong and it's not that simple. As we go through this season, what sort of proof are you going to be looking for, evidence or data, to, to you know, judge the size um, of the climate change thumbprint? So there is, there is no evidence within any one season that will prove anything about climate change or not. To, to detect uh, a human influence on hurricanes, you would have to see trends in the overall statistics over a period of time that stand out above the natural variability. No one blip will tell you that. You know, the one thing that is really convincing is if we keep breaking records at a fast pace. I mean, if you keep seeing storms that are that are outside the range of what's been observed historically, you know, stronger than any storm in the past, then that starts to be compelling. We have had a few storms recently that have broken a bunch of records. The problem is that the, the good data that makes the records reliable don't go back that far, so people can always argue that, well, it's not, you know, it's still just a fluke. Thank you very much. Okay, thanks. Bye. Greenwire climate reporter Ariana Skybell went to South Carolina yesterday to see some scientists chucking balls of hail and setting fires to houses in the name of science. Ariana, where were you in South Carolina? Yeah, so I was um, in Richburg, South Carolina, which is like 45 minutes south of Charlotte, North Carolina. And I was visiting the research, a research center there run by the Insurance Institute for Building and Home Safety. Why were you there? So I'm in, I've been kind of getting interested in building codes um, in light of all of the hurricanes um, and the destruction that happened in 2017 and how we're sort of anticipating even perhaps a more devastating 2018 hurricane season. And Congress is talking about resilient, you know, resilience in building, resilience in infrastructure. President Trump has been talking about um, infrastructure. So I was sort of curious, what does it actually mean on the ground to build a resilient home? And this lab is one of a kind in that it actually simulates four perils, um, which are wind, wind-driven rain, wildfire, and hail. And they actually have this like sort of giant concrete room that has a house in it, and they run these tests. So they like light the house on fire, but really scientifically. Um, it sounds like a nerd's dream. You it, just set houses on fire. Yeah, and then pelt them with hail. Here's what that sounds like, thanks to some audio from the Research Lab's website. 
and they have 105 fans that um, are sort of in the side of the building. Um, and I think right now they can accurately simulate a hurricane, a uh, category three hurricane. Wow. Okay, so there's this lab in South Carolina and they're doing all of this for the insurers who like send materials over. What's the ultimate, What's who are they helping? I mean, it, it, they are helping um, primary insurance companies um, and reinsurers and commercial insurers, um, but they put out this sort of optional um, building code, um, building code plus called Fortified, um, and so it's so in that sense, it is it's helping home buyers understand um, when they're investing, paying a little bit more to get a home that is not gonna be so easily destroyed. So following this really bad 2017 hurricane season and an upcoming potentially worse 2018 season, are people in other places looking to fortify their homes too? So yes, Texas um, is having, they this um, research lab has been partnering with people in Texas to start really talking about fortified in the wake of Harvey in terms of climate change, they they it's like vaguely on their radar because um, right now they're really using data of storms that have already happened to mitigate against things we've already seen and not to kind of project what could happen and mitigate against that because it's not cost effective. Um, and so it's not it would they if they were to try to simulate a category five hurricane in order to understand the best building materials to make a home resilient to that, it would cost them a lot of money to, to get the facility up to that grade to be able to do that, and it's just not worth it because most of the storms are not like that. Thank you. You're welcome. You can read our stories at eenews.net. Thanks for listening.